0: hey mamas welcome back to the grace fields wife podcast i'm your host beatrice vargas and i'm here to help you learn to be fueled with grace why is that important well i don't know about y'all but this Week, uh, the upcoming weeks are pretty crazy, right? Last week was Thanksgiving. I didn't even get my Wednesday episode out, so I apologize for that. I, I had come back to finish recording. I had started recording the episode. I never really got to finish, and then we got, you know, I just ran out of time. We got hit with Thanksgiving and visiting family and cooking and doing all those things, and I ran out of time. So but here I am. I'm back and I am here for you. This week, we are going to be talking about the topic, uh, what happens when my husband is no longer attracted to me or I feel like he's not attracted to me. For some of you, maybe it's because of your weight. For others, maybe it's for something else, but especially... Thanksgiving when we've all maybe eaten and overindulged and we've had months in quarantine we might have been feeling like maybe we put on a couple of pounds or maybe we're not feeling so great physically anymore as we used to maybe at the beginning of the uh the year before all the craziness happened and that can sometimes lead to you know a little bit of a lack of attraction so we're going to talk about that this week But before we get into it, I just wanted to uh, give you guys our review of the week. I haven't done this before and I feel like I should start because so many of you have been so gracious to review the show and share it and it really helps it to grow that way that's that's really the best way for it to grow is if you if you like it and you review it and then maybe share it with a friend it's super simple Uh, so thank you all for that so this week's review of the week is from tanya and i think tanya from canada and she says thanks so much for sharing your wisdom you really bring such clarity to the reasons marriage can break down great solutions it really does start with god Thank you so much for that review, Tanya. Thank you guys and all of everything that you do in coming back to hang out with me. Again, if you ever want to hang out with me in person or, um, you know, just want to connect live, feel free. You can join the Facebook group or hit me up on Instagram. I am there and I answer all my messages. So let's get into this week's episode. (laughs) I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right. Well, why don't we start with where is this topic even coming from? Why did I even feel led to share this with you guys this week? Well, part of it, I told you in the intro, you know, feeling like uh, Thanksgiving just happened or when I originally decided to record this episode, Thanksgiving was just about to happen. Um, You know, having spent months in quarantine, I know for so many of us, we're feeling that like quarantine 15, where we feel like, you know, we've just put on some, some extra weight It's also something that has come up in the Facebook groups where I've seen um, a few posts actually about people saying, hey, you know, I've, I've gained some weight or I feel like my husband is not attracted to me anymore because of my weight. And when I asked him about it, he didn't say anything. He was quiet and it really hurt my feelings. What should I do? Uh, A couple of other posts that said, you know, I'm really tired of feeling this way in my way. Why don't we support each other and kind of get together and, and do something to make a change? So this has come up, uh, not just from me and feeling that, but also in the Facebook groups. The other thing is that, honestly, from my own experience, my own weight loss journey, this is something that's happened to me so many times where, I would, where my weight just really just it fluctuates so much, Um, it can fluctuate, I would say, you know, a difference of five to 10 sizes, (laughs) you know, and any given within a couple of uh, years or so, but it goes up and down and up and down. And, you know, my my closet is full of all these clothes that I have to separate because, you know, I keep the clothes in, in bins with sizes on them for when I am that particular size. So that's really why this has come up. Not, you know, really was something I was feeling, but mostly uh, after having seen it in the Facebook groups, I'm like, okay, I am not alone. You guys are feeling the same thing. So let's talk about it. First thing I want to say, if that's how you're feeling, it's okay. It's, it's totally okay. You want to know why? Why? It's because your worth doesn't come from the size of your jeans or how many times your husband is in the mood for sex it just doesn't and i want you to say that say it my worth doesn't come from the size of my jeans or if you feel better my worth doesn't come from how many times my husband wants to have sex with me it doesn't so go ahead give yourself some permission there give yourself a little breather. That is okay. Now I'm not going to give you some like woo woo affirmation. You know, I'm not going to say, all right, repeat after me. I want everyone to say I am beautiful because let me tell you, I don't know about you, but I just don't believe in that. Telling myself that I feel beautiful when I feel anything, but it, it just, it doesn't work for me. I, I can't, I can look, I, and I've heard, look yourself in the mirror when you say it, yeah, no, no, it doesn't make a difference for me. It, it, it really doesn't. So let's give ourselves something that we can believe. Tell yourself something you can believe. Try this. God loves me despite my size. My kids love me despite my size. My sister, my mother, my best friend. Heck, I love you despite your size. So pick whoever it is you want and say that so-and-so loves me despite my size feel better I don't know I don't know about you but just understanding that and like just sitting with that for a moment does help me to feel better now let's get back to our husbands right because that's why you click play in the first place when you saw that because you really want to know let's talk about him and how he's making us feel right now Let's start with saying this. I think it's easy to villainize. some. It's so easy to villainize him for uh, thinking that he is not as attracted to us for our weight. We want to blame someone for that hurt because when we feel rejected, that hurts, right? If, if we feel like, oh, well, we initiated and he hasn't responded or he hasn't initiated, that makes us feel rejected. And so we want to blame somebody for it. And you know, well, he's the one there. So why not blame him? So it's really, really easy to to villainize him for it. Now, I'm not saying that some husbands are not harsh and cruel. Some are harsh and cruel with their words. And I'm not excusing that. I'm talking about the good meaning ones, you know, the ones who don't, they don't have any bad intentions. They're not trying to hurt our feelings. They didn't necessarily say anything. It's really more of their not saying something or their non-reactions. Like I said, sometimes it's as simple as the fact that he hasn't initiated it when he used to do it all the time. And all of a sudden we're like, damn, What's wrong with me? Maybe it's just that I've put on so much weight or, or whatever. Maybe it's not your weight. Maybe you just started snoring lately or your breath stinks. I don't know, girl, but you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Assuming that your husband doesn't mean any harm and hasn't said anything harsh or anything lately, let's think about this. How would we feel if our husbands were the ones who gained 50 pounds, started snoring or had a really bad case of halitosis? We might have a harder time feeling attracted to him in that moment. And that's that us as women, we're attracted, uh, you know, what causes attraction to us is is a lot less physical. I mean, for me, it's, you guys know, it's the way he treats me, right? When he makes me laugh, when he cherishes me. That's what makes me most attracted to him. Yes, obviously his physical appearance does make a difference, but if he did all those other things, it would make up for it. Men are a little bit different. They are definitely just more visually stimulated than we are. And now I get it, right? This the, I recognize that that does not give them the right to cheat, to look at porn or do anything like that. But they're not necessarily living in sin if they don't feel... As physically attracted to us anymore if we change if we make choices that change us and so there's nothing wrong with wanting to make yourself attracted attractive to your husband. People have come down on me for feeling like I want to keep myself attractive for my husband. So for instance, he doesn't like like a, a pixie cut or really short haircut. For him, he's like, ah, eh, that's for boys. He loves long thick hair, which I have. So because he loves my long thick hair, guess who takes care of that long thick hair? Guess who spends money to make sure that it's well kept? I take vitamins, I do whatever. It's important to me now. Also, guess what I have not done? Cut my hair really short, despite the fact that for a while I wanted to. And when I spoke about that with people, they they got on my case for it they were like you should be able to do whatever you want who cares what he thinks and it's your body and you should be able to do whatever you want I'm like yeah I recognize that but it's you know it's my hair it's not that big of a deal and to me it's more important that I keep it in a way that he finds attractive because quite frankly his attraction to me is really the only thing that matters. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter to me if other men find me attractive or other women find me attractive. I am his and he is mine. So I want him to find me attractive. So I'm not going to go ahead and do something that is going to really change that. I take care of it because it means something to him. It may be such a little thing, but it actually matters to him. If he went out and dyed his hair blonde, got face tattoos or piercings, all things that he would never do, by the way, I would have a problem with it because I would not feel as attracted to him physically with that. I just don't buy that media. You know, I don't don't buy that lie that um, I can do whatever I want and he should be attracted to me anyway. Also, I want to clarify that these are things I was born with. My hair, my overall body shape... These are things he's never asked me to change. He is not asking me to change. He's actually asking me to stay the same because that is what he was attracted to in the first place. And I want to make that distinction because in unhealthy relationships, a man can try to put you down and, and make your worth feel less by making you feel less than, by letting you know that he would prefer something else. Maybe he prefers blondes and so you dye your hair. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about him preferring me the way I was when we met. It's just a, a preference that he has. I don't have to do anything to change it. I, so I try to maintain it. You know, I, I try to take care of it, but that's all. So there is a big distinction there and I want to make sure that I make that very clear, especially when we're talking about marriages, because in so many unhealthy or abusive marriages, that can be something that comes up. It could be something where uh, a man will try to make you feel less of yourself for the way you look. And that's not what I'm talking about here. So, and maybe that's where those women were coming from when they were attacking me for um, not wanting to change myself. You know, maybe that's kind of the idea that they were getting, but they were missing the point of me understanding that my husband loves me enough one way and, and feeling secure in that love. And um, because of feeling secure in that love, wanting to reciprocate that with the little things. And for, for us, those little things are taking care of appearances in the same way that he takes care of appearances for me. So I hope you understand my heart here in knowing that, yes, our husbands, he should love me, honor me, cherish me, despite my appearances. And yes, if I had cancer and I was in treatment or had alopecia and all that beautiful hair fell out, I would still expect him to honor me and cherish me and love me. Why? Because we made vows forever and it's because it was something I didn't choose. If, on the other hand, I made some bad choices, became addicted to meth, and all my teeth fell out, my face was all messed up, I'm sure he would feel a little different about his attraction. Maybe you're unhappy with your size. Maybe you're you're unhappy with your size, your look, or your self-esteem right now, and what you feel has started to affect your husband. Here's the great news. You can change it. I know, I know. It's not easy. Sister, let me tell you. I know. I already told you about my struggle with the closet and all the different sizes. I know. So if I know, how do I change it? Great question. I find that if we identify what motivates us best, that can really help. So I told you my story, right? I've been going through this many times, up and down with the weight, up and down, right? And what I've realized with this topic is that my husband, a lot of times, ends up being my motivation. So sure, I want to look good for myself. and But as the life and the, the demands of life take its toll, sometimes fitting into my genes is not enough motivation because I have so many other things going on. So when things have gotten really bad, uh, I've used the pride in my husband's face when he watches me finish a hard workout or eat a healthy meal as motivation. And although he would never ever say it, I know he finds me more attractive when I look and feel my best. And part of that I'm sure is that self-confidence that I have when I'm looking and feeling my best. But when i doing it for myself is not enough motivation, sometimes doing it for him ends up motivating me even more. All right. So if number one is to find out what motivates you best, number two is going to identify, do we have any unmet needs that are causing us to overeat or practice unhealthy habits? Now, this probably should be a whole other podcast episode, which I will get to over the next month or so. But there is this thing called Maslow's Pyramid of Needs. And it suggests, this theory suggests that we all have basic needs that must be sufficiently met, not 100%, but they with some degree of sufficiency before we can move on to the next level of growth. Our most basic needs, basic Um, needs being physiological, food, air, and guess what, sex. Safety is another one. Love and belonging and esteem are others. These sets of needs are all called deficiency needs. So it's possible that your unmet needs, perhaps maybe a lack of love, sleep, or self-esteem is causing you to overcompensate with food or something else. It's possible that you're in a cycle of unhealthiness that needs to be broken. Again, I can go through the whole period, pyramid of needs and, and talk about that because it is really, really quite fascinating. But when I realize that um, sometimes, you know, a, a child might ask for ice cream. Now, maybe they want ice cream because they, they want it. But in other cases, the ice cream could represent multiple things for that child. Could it represent a physiological need? I'm hungry. There's the ice cream man. Mom, can I have ice cream? Yeah, sure. But could it also represent love from a parent, a gift? Mom, can I have an ice cream? Okay. Therefore, it's going to be really important for us to make that distinction and figure out what is actually causing us to have these behaviors that we most likely don't want to do. I mean, let's face it. If we're in a pattern of overeating and just, just not making healthy choices, right? I'm not talking about living on salad. I'm just in general, making unhealthy choices. Sometimes we're stuck in a rut. Sometimes we're there. I know for me, sometimes I comfort eat. I want to eat my feelings because I'm going through a lot and I'm stressed out. So there's, there's that piece. So following the same logic, we get to number three. Does your husband have any unmet needs that are keeping him from desiring sex? Now, sex is considered one of those physiological needs, but maybe there's something else that is so much stronger that he's dealing with right now that that need for him is is really turned off. And this could be maybe he's stressed out from work or suffering from some type of loss, feeling depression or some other sense of inadequacy. So sometimes we're quick to blame ourselves, right? We're, we're quick to blame ourselves and our own esteem issues, but we haven't taken a look to recognize that our husbands are struggling with their own issues and it has nothing to do with us. Perhaps he doesn't even care about what's bothering us in our own self-esteem. Like that extra weight. Or for those of you who are like, girl, stop talking about the weight because I haven't gained any weight. We're just still having some issues in this area, right? So perhaps he doesn't even care. He might be so absorbed in the fact that he's been laid off struggling in his business or handling the homeschooling so you could kill it in your career. Maybe he's been so absorbed in that sex has not been top of mind. It's possible. Little example, in the months leading up to our separation, I did this extreme um, cleanse followed by a time of fasting and prayer. Physically, I had never looked and felt better, ever. Everyone around me said it, my hair, my skin, my my nails, just every, I was glowing, just, you know, obviously I had lost a, a ton of weight and I got to a really good size for me, but everyone really had commented. But that did not help in the area of my husband's desire for me. We were so disconnected that I don't even think he noticed. Or if he did, he just didn't care. There was so many other things about me that he had found unattractive at the time. And a lot of it stemmed from years of fighting. Needless to say, we were definitely not having very much sex. At that time, we were barely even speaking. In that case, his attraction or lack of attraction came more so from my behavior or a sense of disconnection in our relationship rather than my physical appearance. Takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling like your husband's not so attracted to you right now, you don't know what it is, maybe it's because of weight, maybe it's because of something else, and and you're worried. You you are hurt probably because you're feeling rejected and you're feeling unwanted and you're feeling sad. Girl, I've been there many times and I hear you and I see you. Let's talk about what we could do to change it. Let's talk about what we could do because if our husbands are the ones who are seeming like they're lacking in attraction, what else could we do? Like... <laughs> What else can we do to kind of make them see us, right? So number one, find out what motivates you. If it's your weight or something else, maybe it is something else that you feel is what is making you less attractive to him at the moment. Figure out what that is and what will motivate you best to make that change because that is within your power to change. It's just finding the motivation. That's the hard thing, right? We know this. We, we've got life and, and kids, or maybe you don't have kids, but you got other things going on. But life gets in the way, and a lot of times it, it becomes more important than that motivation to change. So find that motivation. Maybe it's the wanting to feel attractive again. Maybe it's wanting to see how he his eyes light up again. Maybe it's just for yourself and, and wanting to... Um, make that change for yourself. So find that motivation first. Number two, identify if you have any unmet needs that are causing you to have maybe some unhealthy or bad habits. What are these unmet needs? And when I mean unhealthy and bad habits, I am, I know I talked a lot about weight and, and overeating or whatever in this episode, but I am not just talking about that. I'm also referring to Unhealthy emotional habits. Do we have any unhealthy emotional habits that we're doing that are causing our husbands maybe to feel less attractive? So, what are those unmet needs that might be causing that? Number three, are there any unmet needs on his side that might be causing him to feel a certain way or lack of desire? So, let's take a look at what his unmet needs are and see if there's anything in that area. Uh, that we can figure out. I hope that was helpful for this week. I know it is tough. It's a very touchy subject and I never want you to feel like, oh, you know, I have to change myself to make my husband happy. No, but it is nice to take a look and, and see what is, what is it that we can do to change because essentially we don't want to sit in a state of unhappiness. We don't want to sit in a state of unfulfillment. And if we just sit there and wallow about it or expect him to change, then really nothing will nothing changes if nothing changes so I hope that was really helpful ladies looking forward to hearing from you I mean honestly what are your thoughts about this this could be like a whole this is a dialogue right this is all of this stuff is subjective that I've been saying and I want to hear your thoughts so why don't you hit me up hit me up on Instagram join the Facebook group let's get in there let's chat looking forward to chatting with you guys next week Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.